Hale, you might know a thing or two about football. You played on four teams that went to the national championship with Alabama under coach Nick Saban. You then go on to the NFL. You play at the Colts. You play in Washington, Troy Vincent. And then you go on to Minnesota, retire with the Vikings. Um, so as a player, as a former player, tell me about when you look at the data, what storylines do you see? Yeah, no, I think some of the, the most important storylines that are going to be really important for this game is the edge. Um, that's certainly something I want to highlight. The offensive line versus the pass rushers and then the receivers versus the secondary. Um, certainly you're going to see that play throughout the game. And, you know, I really don't think it's going to be a Stafford and Burrow duel. It could be, but I think that's going to be to the extent to which their team allows them to duel it out. Um, you know, really as we move forward, um, you know, I, I really want to just – put in your mind uh, something that Coach Saban used to always tell us. And if I'm going against Adam, I could draw a three-yard box, right? I just need to win my individual matchup. And I think that's something that is going to be really important for this game is having each player win their individual matchup. Um, and we have the data and the stats to really highlight that and highlight those individual matchups. And we're going to get into that today. Let's take a look here. So we've got offense, defense, special teams. Tell me, what pops out on the board? Where do you think we should be focusing here? Yeah, I'd like to draw your attention all the way to the bottom left corner here. Uh, I think this is a very important storyline for the entire game. Uh, Joe Burrow, most sacks in the regular season with 51 and the fifth highest sack rate of 8.9%. If I'm a Rams defender, especially that touted defensive line, I'm taking a look at that and I'm, I'm you know, I'm geared up. I'm ready to go for this game. Uh, it's no secret that uh, the Bengals have had some problems with the offensive line, uh, and the Rams have a couple of all pros on that defensive line. So pay attention to that. Also want to keep in mind here, you know, just the fourth down conversion attempts. Both teams haven't done too many, too many uh, fourth down conversion attempts, but that's really going to be something important for this game, uh, especially as we look at doing things out of the ordinary, right? You might have to go for it on fourth and four, fourth and five. You're going to have to take those risks in order to win a Super Bowl championship. So uh, take, you know, be on the watch for that. Take a look at that. Also want to look at the defense. Um, the blitz rate is going to be very important. Both quarterbacks have struggled facing blitz, facing the pressure. As you can see, the Bengals have a blitz rate, uh, seventh lowest in the NFL and have pressured on 24.5% of downs as a defense. Uh, same with the Rams, um, you know, 22.8%. Uh, and so as you really see here, what's going to be important is, does the defense continue to, to follow that trend? Is that where the data is going to take us? Um, and really, that's going to be a driving story for this game, seeing how much if they ratchet up that defense. If not, you know, you can't really give the quarterbacks time to throw because they can pick you apart. Taking a look at special teams, obviously everyone knows about Evan McPherson's late game heroics. He's done a great job all year, um, but really want to you know, talk about that average 2.3 field goals per game, which is second highest in the NFL. Um, you know, really look to, uh, these games are really won on special teams, right? The offense and defense are going to do, do their thing, but you know, really as we look at it, the special team is going to be the outlier. Matt Gay for the Rams has made a couple of clutch kicks as well, so look for a duel there. I think we'll, we'll see that pan out nicely. All right. What type of team is Cincinnati? Yeah, so I really think they're a team of destiny. You know, as we look at their record in 2019, right, they were 2-14. and 14. Uh, 2020, you know, an okay year, Joe Burrow tears his ACL. And the next year, they're in the Super Bowl. Uh, really seems like the stars have aligned for them really, really well. And, and what, what about the Rams? What would you say about them? All right, well, I'd start with whose house? Rams house. If you know, you know. But certainly, we go 54 years without a home field advantage, and now we are back-to-back. -back. Certainly, um, last year in Tampa Bay, we've got a win. 
certainly we know home field advantage counts in the regular season, the postseason, certainly here at the Super Bowl. The other thing that I would like to draw on with the, the Rams is the fact that they are a data analytics hungry ball club. If you look at it, they're structured with a director of sports performance, strength and conditioning coach. They have a culture where the players have embraced player tracking and data analytics. And then you have a head coach that is big on the data. They realize that it's a tool, a part of the recipe for success. Certainly Zebra Technologies is proud to you know, have a relationship with the Los Angeles Rams and the fact that they are a practice client that utilize our game day tracking solution as their practice solution. So I think we're gonna see big things. Certainly it's exciting to see the, the, the tools that they're putting together to come here and be here at the Super Bowl. All right, so let's go ahead and let's talk about quarterbacks. Now, certainly, you know, Hale, pop quiz for you. Mac Jones, Dwayne Haskins, Case Keenum, Kirk Cousins, Andrew Luck, and Jacoby Brissett. What do they all have in common? Uh, I was lucky enough to either catch a touchdown in a game or a practice from all those quarterbacks. And, you know, one thing I really want to um, highlight is just getting to take a look inside the mind of quarterbacks like that and really understanding the position and what's needed to have success on Sunday. I want to just go right into um, stats about Joe Burrow here. One thing Obviously, as we talk about, the Rams are going to blitz and pressure and get you know, some pressure on that offensive line that has struggled this year. Um, but, you know, Joe Burrow has a way to combat that. Sixth fastest time to throw in the NFL. He's getting the ball out of his hands into uh, the hands of his playmakers like Jamar Chase, um, where he can do his thing and, and be explosive off the line of scrimmage. But also, you know, Joe is making really tough throws look easy. And if we look at CPOE, com uh, completion percentage over expected, that's what that stat is. He is the leader in the regular season at almost 6%. So he's making tough throws look really easy, and we're able to track those stats and that data. And, you know, that's really a good thing because, you know, I'll throw another Coach Saban quote out there. In a game like the Super Bowl or the National Championship, you know, these games are really won with players doing their ordinary job in an extraordinary way. No one needs to go outside of their own means. They just need to do their job to the extent to which they can do it. Um, and that's something that both of these quarterbacks are really going to have to highlight is, you know, let's, let's just do our job. Everyone calm down. Let's get in the huddle. Let's do our job. And, and Joe Burrow has been Joe Cool all season. And, you know, the Rams are going to look to disrupt that. On the Rams side of the ball, Obviously, Matthew Stafford has had a, a heck of a career, and he's really looking to put the icing on the cake of uh, hopefully a Hall of Fame career. Stafford finished the year with plus 89.1 pass EPA against the Blitz, the highest ever in the next-gen stats era. He's done an incredible job there. And, uh, you know, again, both these quarterbacks have struggled against the Blitz, so we'll see which team is able to give their quarterback the best chance to win. No, very good. And certainly what's exciting as we, we talk about the, the data that fuels next-gen stats is the sense that we, there's a tag in the football. The, the players are wearing RFID tags embedded into their shoulder pads, and that in one play, there's going to be over 200 different data points that the folks at NextGen Stats are going to be able to ingest and then produce. You know, you go back, as Troy indicated, eight years ago, you didn't have completion percentage over expected. You didn't have that for rushing yards, you know, um, percentage over. So that is the really neat, exciting part that Zebra Technology is playing that part by delivering that data to NextGen Stats. Before we move off quarterbacks, tell me, who threw the hardest pass to you during oh, your playing man. days? Um, it, what's really funny about the NFL is, you know, the quarterbacks have such velocity. And, you know, as a receiver, it's uh, kind of as you move through each progression, it's you step up, you know, each quarterback has their own unique ability to, to fit the ball in a tight window, to throw it with such velocity. I'd have to give it to 
Andrew Luck, that guy had an absolute cannon. And he, he threw it very hard in your hands, felt it after the fact. Yes, and we have the data to, to, to stand by that as well. All right, let's talk about some of these weapons that uh, Joe Cool and Matthew Stafford are going to be throwing to. Certainly, Jamar Chase, Cincinnati. Talk about how special that relationship is there. Yeah, I mean, like you said, it's a, it's a college connection that is really strong. And you've seen that this year for him to be able to plug and play and come right in and, and do a great job. He's tied for the league lead, including playoffs with 11 touchdowns on vertical routes this season. And, you know, he's really a master of the red line. The red line being the area between the numbers and the out-of-bounds line. He holds that line really well. Joe does a great job of dropping the ball in there and giving him a chance to succeed where only Jamar can succeed. Also, when he gets the ball in his hands, he's you know got lightning speed. He's the fastest speed by a ball carrier this postseason at 21.66 miles per hour. Um, and, you know, when he gets the ball in his hands, he's a yak monster. He he's finds a way to break tackles and make explosive plays. He's got two of the top 20 most yards after catch over expected plays. Um, and the Rams are really going to look to try and get him down with a first or second tackler. Well, now certainly the Rams have a couple offensive weapons at their disposal. They pick up OBJ. You have Cooper Cup continuing to deliver. We see there that his ability at 3.6 yards of separation tied for 14th. It makes a difference on the playing field. Tell us a little bit about the impact OBJ's had for the Rams. Yeah, I mean, a great pickup. Robert Woods obviously got hurt. They dipped into Cleveland's um, um, team and were able to get OBJ. Uh, and he's done a great job. You know, he has all pro talent. Uh, and you, know, you can see each week he's getting a little bit more comfortable with Stafford and doing a really good job of getting separation. As you can see here, um, you know, yards per route run has increased from 1.3 to 2.5. Um, so they're really trusting him more. They're giving him more opportunities. Um, and as you can see, his average separation increased from 2.6 to 3.6. You know, really he's doing a really good job. And look for OBJ to be able to make a couple of wow plays like he did against the 49ers. And certainly uh, he's going to need to have a big game as the Bengals look to take away Cooper Cup. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sure he really wants this one badly. And look for him to be an X factor in this game. All right. Well, let's turn our attention to defense. Now, you know, there's a legendary coach, Paul Bear Bryant. You may have heard of him once or twice. A couple of times. Uh, but he talked about offense sells tickets defense wins championships. Now we know both teams have put up numbers throughout the year. Certainly you look at the Rams, they've probably got three future Hall of Famers on that defense. Uh, but certainly both teams have had some good games. They've had some not so good games. What should we look out for here? Yeah, like I mentioned earlier in the beginning, it really starts with the edge. Uh, the pressure leaders here uh, want to highlight Trey Hendrickson and Sam Hubbard for the Bengals. Uh, as you can see, Trey leads the NFL in career pressure rate on third down at 22.7% since entering the league uh, in 2017. Uh, incredible uh, efficiency on third down. And you look at Sam Hubbard, too. Uh, he's been rock solid, has done a great job of pressuring the quarterback all year, tied for 12th with 39 pressures. You know, so Cincinnati, you hear all talk about the Rams and the know that the defenders that they have, but Cincinnati's got two dynamic pass rushers as well uh, and look for them to be able to, um, you know, provide that pressure on Stafford. And if you look, you know, let's go into the Rams. Obviously, everyone knows about Aaron Donald, right? That 11th with 41 pressure leaders is oftentimes from the interior, which is a lot harder because he's dealing with double teams. Um, and it's a, it's a tougher path as compared to maybe being one-on-one -on, -one on the outside. So, you know, he's got a legendary career. Everyone knows about him. But the main thing is that he's going to draw double teams. And Von Miller and Leonard Floyd need to ratchet up the pressure as well and be able to affect the quarterback on, on single team blocks. 
Awesome. Thanks for all that, Hale. Certainly, you know, as the official on-field player tracking provider of the National Football League, we take a lot of pride in delivering the hardware and the software solution that feeds and fuels next-gen stats. We have a great team of engineers, software developers that have put in the time and effort for over eight seasons to put us where we are here today. You know, we have tracked 2,640 national football games. It is a great body of work, and certainly you can't have next-gen stats if you're not tracking every play of every single game, rain or shine, and that is the beauty of our solution using RFID technology. You know, the other aspect is that we do have a great team, game day operators, every NFL stadium, the international series, and uh, we have a great team that shows up every day to deliver at a high level and uh, deliver that performance edge. So with that, well, Hill, I think you know, maybe we should look into a podcast. I would love that. Let's get started.